You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 99.5 of the People's Podcast. Hello, fellow Negroes and friends. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. It's the Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy, HJ, on the miggity, 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 miggity mic. That's right. And you have tuned into the 99.5 episode of the People's Podcast. We're so happy to be here and none other than the 15 Minutes of Fame studio. Shout out to Uncle Rob on the check-in. Once again, how are the people doing? Are the people okay? Are we the having a good time? great. It's another week. <laughs> can y'all, hear me very, y'all can hear me very well. Yes. Oh, that's good. Good, good, good. Listen, the first segment of every episode is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour is the segment where the friends shoot the shits. So, who wants to start Happy Hour first this week? Uh, I think I started last week. Yeah, so I could. Oh, she this said, week. "Tag you it." <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, so my week has been great. You know, uh, new week, new shit. So, I mean, ain't nothing changed but the day of the week. But, you know, um, today I have the pleasure of saying that um, all of the things that I've been working towards have been noticed. And uh, I had my year-end review in March. My year-end review for 2021 in March. But, nonetheless, Mm -hmm. I I have now been promoted. Um and Round of applause. applause. Uh, <laughs> Yo, uh, it feels very, very good to uh for all of the work that I put towards um my department have been noticed and I'm g- happy to say that um I'm I'm I have a new position. I'm walking in a new realm of my career. Uh and I've never been promoted. I've always been slided in many cases and I've always been um given the excuse of hey we don't have enough money to to promote you mm-hmm. but I mean this time around they saw your boy All they right. found the coin they found it tis the season baby okay. right hey hey and they also they 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 tapped into what well, what's the man called um that that has the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow the leprechaun. leprechaun. <laughs> they, they, they tapped into his No, bonds. St. Patrick's, they just passed. Okay. Right. So they tapped mm-hmm. into that, and they, they they found that coin. So because I have some good um, news, let's take a drink to that. Yes, cheers to cheers. that. Hey, right. cheers. So uh, cheers. here we go. Cheers. That's, uh, you know, every first segment called Happy Hour, we have to do a toast. We say up to it. Up to it. Down to it. Down to it. Fuck those who don't do it. Yeah, they too. I'm too. <laughs> we do it because we true to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So drink, motherfucker, drink. drink mother- Congratulations. Yes, congrats, my boy. Much thank deserved. You. Much thank deserved. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm feeling good. My executive director told me today, you should celebrate. I said, well, does that mean I don't got to do no work? Right. Does right. <laughs> that mean I ain't got to kind of work tomorrow? Because <laughs> right. you told me I'll celebrate. Right. So right. does that mean I need to log in? Right. <laughs> might be a little late. Right. <laughs> no, how you be late to a remote work? Remote work. Right. <laughs> I might turn over and right. log in a little late. Right. right. So, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's my happy that's hour. That's a blessing. Friend. I'm happy for you, friend. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Amber. Yes. What's up with you? I mean, not shit. You know, it, it's it's a little uh weird, you know, recording week 
after we as if we haven't done that for the past four years. <laughs> but um, you know, we haven't done a, a consecutive weekly show in a long in a time. While. So, you know, I don't have much to say. This <laughs> it hasn't been, you know, three, four weeks since the last time I spoke to the people. But um, I am excited to be starting my new job on Monday. Um, I got Drink. my... Yes, oh. drinks to that. Yes, cheers, oh, so cheers, every cheers. time yeah. we say something that's positive... Right, because we, so, we so harp... We harp on the negative so that's much that... We we have that episode that that segment called um, Thriving While Black. So why can't we celebrate? That's right. Shout out to the people for Thriving While Black. Okay. okay. Um. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I got my laptop and like had like I finally logged into my like actual G Suite for the company, mm-hmm. and it was like 20 emails like, wow. oh, you know, sign in for this account, right. sign in for your this account, sign in for this. Oh, and make sure you sign in for this. So mm-hmm. that was really exciting today to kind of like look back through like the older conversations on like the Slack and like. Yeah. Dropbox and you know, um, things Girl, of that you nature. was an employee, yeah, right. yeah. And I, and I was looking at like other new employees, like people who just got hired, uh, right before me, and they do like this big hadoo, like, oh, you know, welcome this person. And so I'm like looking forward to that on Monday. And yeah. then we have like an all hands meeting next week, what they call like their all hands, they have it bi weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, so next Thursday is actually my first like company wide, like all hands meeting. So I'm looking forward to that. Get your um, camera ready. Right. It's like, I'm like, I'll make sure I'm cute on the camera for that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, like, really looking forward to, like, starting this new journey and, um, you know, tying up all the loose ends at my previous job. Well, my almost, tomorrow technically is my last day of employment at, you know, my previous job. So, um, you know, still tying up those loose ends there. And, um, you know, I told my coworker, well, she's my friend, you know, I let her know, like, you know, whatever you need, I'm here for you even past tomorrow right uh, that's, that's what's up um so yeah that's really what i've been up to this week i've been in the gym today was my first day off of the gym since monday um i will be back tomorrow and saturday because i didn't plan on taking off today but it was just like a dreary day and i'm yeah. i was like i actually had work to do so i'm like ah I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it uh tomorrow but i've been like back on my shit with the gym with the diet um and and this time around i'm kind of like not beating myself up or not like harping over like my relationship with food because even today yeah. you guys heard me say like oh my god I'm like on this diet or whatever and it's like I gotta like change my relationship that I have with food period mm-hmm. um and not like beat myself up because I eat something that I really want or that might be a little less healthy than I know that I should or or could be eating yeah. correct um you know and learning like portion control learning to really like control the urges honestly because sometimes I just be eating to eat. And that's not good. So, you know, learning my body, learning learning what exercises work for me and not just, like, going off of because this fitness person on Instagram said that if I do this, then this is my right. result that I should get, right? So learning, like, really learning my fitness journey um, is something that I'm, like, really falling in love with. Um, I kind of just go with the flow when I walk into the gym these days. Like, before, I would have to go on Insta, find, like, five or six workouts, and be like, all right, this is what I'm doing in the gym. Yeah. But my gym, LA, they have terrible service. So it's like by the time I try to go find those workouts on Instagram, I can't get to them because my shit is not loading. You got gotcha. 30 minutes exactly. in. Exactly. So it's like at that point, I'm kind of just like doing what feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, doing whatever circuits feel good. If I want to do cardio, strength training, whatever that may be. Um, I'm just kind of like going, you know, with that flow and, and not necessarily like, again, beating myself up over having a drink or eating like terrible foods and stuff like that. It's definitely like a lifestyle. And I know that since I did it last year, I know I can do it. So I kind of like set the bar for myself and like I'm my own 
real, really my own motivation. And I'm excited to start the new journey of kind of like doing the gym early in the morning now mm-hmm. than like my typical 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Um, so I'm going to, as of Monday, I'm going to try to start the whole like 6 a.m. gym, mm-hmm. home by like 7.30, and then start my work day at 10. You know, that's good. Try to get into that, mm-hmm. you know, mindset. Um, because my new nice hours, routine. yeah, my new hours, my hours at this job are different than mm-hmm. the other job. You know, the work day starts at 10, so it kind of gives me a lot of room, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning to kind of get some stuff done. So we'll see how that goes. That's you, a healthy start time. You know, that's that that's what it means for you. Wait, hold on. I don't know why I'm so tongue tied right now, but anyway, <laughs> that's how you know that you are a veteran now in the gym. That you can, on your way to the gym, say, hey, I'm going to work out on X, Y, and Z, and that's what you stick to. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's good to use those sources as a, a frame of reference, mm-hmm. but sometimes you're like, damn, is that going to really work for me today? Right, exactly. Uh, but, you know, and then sometimes those uh, machines are not even available in the gym. because people Tell are sitting, me about it. They're sitting in their phones, and I'm like, damn, I only got an hour. Because at, mm-hmm. my, at my job, we do <clears throat> this mental health hour. So from 12 to 1, there's no meeting schedule, and mm-hmm. you get to do whatever you want to do, whether right. it's, like, pull away from the computer, go out to get something to eat, go for a walk, whatever it is. But for that hour, you have for your yourself. Yeah. And so, you still take your own lunch hour, too? I mean, I work remote, so I can eat whenever I want right, to eat. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, like, do they give you the mental health hour and the lunchtime? So it's the same time. It's yeah, the same, same time. time. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. So, yeah. That's good, and that's how it's very um, – healthy that they actually acknowledge that mm-hmm. because I find myself now that I'm in the office three days a week I don't take lunch for real. I eat at my desk mm-hmm. so I, I'm literally working the whole time right mm-hmm. but if they tell us like this is a time where nobody's gonna supposed to do anything it kind of forces you and I see people like around my campus is pretty big so people be out taking a walk around the place it's a pond out there that they could go sit by and everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, some technical. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Oh, you, you was on a roll. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. oh, hello. It's so funny that I'm on live and then I'm like, hey, and then the phone just falls. My bad, y'all. It's cool. <laughs> um, but it's 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 healthy that they actually uh, set aside that time and they acknowledge that time as as is as if it is time for you to step away and mm-hmm. actually. Um, do something for you, whether you want to take a lunch, you want to take a walk, or you want to take a drive, mm-hmm. or do whatever you have to do. And it's a blessing to still be 100% remote, beloved, because let me tell you something. When I got to get up in the morning mm-hmm. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and the <laughs> Thursday <laughs> to go down to the place with the people down by 8.30 in the right. morning. right. I don't be in no type of space, no okay. type of mental healthy space <laughs> to say good morning, to say good afternoon or good evening. Right. I be trying to say good night. Good, good evening. Bye. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Right. Um, but that's a blessing, and I'm happy for the both of my friends. Um, you know, we are all hardworking people, and it is a great thing when you see your hard work recognized and also the things that you have been so passionate about that you've been hardworking towards this whole time. Somebody's rewarding you yes. with that in a position that they know fits you yes. because mm-hmm. you have given so much hard work and talent into that gift that you have that now somebody sees it and they're going to pay you for it. Right. right, that's right, a right. blessing. God is good. That's All a fact. That's a fa- and that's really like the goal, right? Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. find ourselves or find our place in these spaces. Right. The, the spaces are there for us. Right. Like I, th- I, I've only recently like 
kind of got out of that bubble of like, oh man, I don't have my, you know, MBA or I don't have this or I don't have that. So I can't apply for this mm. job. Right. And it's like, it's okay. You ain't right. got to go for that one. Right. It's it's going to be some jobs out there that are going to want exactly what you have to offer. Right. And it's just about having the patience to kind of, you know, take those positions or Absolutely. find those positions, right? And and knowing how to leverage the current position that you're in to kind of work for whatever your side shit is, right? right. Like a lot of people get into that whole, oh, I gotta, I, you know, if you're if you work nine to five, you can't be an entrepreneur. And it's like, yo, leverage what you got now, mm-hmm. leverage That's your good fact. thing to fund your your passion project until your passion Absolutely. project becomes your nine to five or whatever you know right. it may be, right? That's a blessing. Yeah. We are blessed people. We are. Talk about favor. Okay. Favor. Favor. God is good. Um, My week has been a week. It hasn't been that eventful. I've, ha- I've been having a good time. I've worked a lot. So the past week after um, I spoke to y'all last week, I worked the whole weekend. Then I returned back to, you know, working on Monday. I worked from home and then, you know, Back in the office this week, and then I'll be working again this week. And I I took a I took a day yesterday, um, because and that was my mental health time. Right. I needed to take that day, right? Because I realized that I had worked seven days straight, and um, usually that wouldn't be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting back into the groove of things, and one thing I would do naturally is when I'm tired, I will take a rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to really dial back a little bit and take a little rest yesterday, which I did, and I had a good time. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to hustle right now. I am in hustle mode. I got a mm-hmm. couple things that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. God has made it, uh, has saw fit to allow me um, some leverage in my life so that I can be able to work and do what I have to do and also have a good time. So I feel blessed for that. And he's also giving me room for opportunities, and opportunity yeah. has been placed in front of me, so I'm gonna keep hustling and get that. There you go, you know. And um, so I'm happy about that. I'm happy, and I talked about this kind of last week mm-hmm. how even when I feel like you know certain things ain't really adding up the way mm-hmm, that they're supposed mm-hmm. to, that I'm still blessed and I'm still attaining and I'm still getting things, and I, everything that I want is always falling into place. And right. I only have God to thank for that, like the fact that. I was able to, when my second job closed, I was able to get hired the same week at another bar, and I'm making triple the money that I made at the last bar. Right, and right. it's a good time, and, and, and it's also good for me because I came in at the right time to where the manager thinking she want to quick, and I'm about to be the next manager. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool because I like that type of environment. I like that type of scene. I like that type of money. I'm mm-hmm. not going to hold you. Mm-hmm. So I find that to be a blessing for me because it's always an environment that I wanted to be in. I always said long Going forward in my life, long term, I will always want to own my own bar establishment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so this put me into, you know, just working there and being a part of this and having this type of um, position yeah. and authority, it will, like, put put me in the right place around the right people. So when I am getting into that part of my life, I'm already seasoned, baby. Absolutely. And it's going to happen real easily. And so what I'm, they say, they say you want to make God laugh, tell him your, your plans, plans, right? I'm trying to it's tell really, you. It's really crazy, like, how, how things 
work happen. Things right. just and happen. it be it be in a way that you'll never, never. ever ever like think about, right? Mm-hmm. Like you probably never ever thought that like this is where you would be, would be. but it's like God, like that. That's all mm-hmm. you want. Right. That's literally that's what it. he be saying. Like that's all you, you wanted. That's serious you know? because I never thought, like you know, even after college, and I've had you know multiple jobs at one time. I never thought that I'd be working as a waitress in a bar, right? As of my part time gig, but when I tell you, it's one of the biggest blessings that I've had. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you kind of wonder the back of your head, like when people see me working at a bar, they probably gonna be like, "Ooh, Asia, hard up. She ain't got no money. Yeah, so yeah, why yeah. is she working at the bar?" Let me tell you something, beloved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You missing out. <laughs> Okay. Right. You is missing now, and I ain't about to tell all my business mm-hmm, on the end. Mm-hmm. But you are missing out, and you know what? I'm not even saying that to like make nobody feel some type of way. Type not of yeah. way. But I am gonna tell you how blessed I am, and um, how I, my eyes have been open to see because I could have been a person like, oh gosh, well this person works here now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it like they having a hard time? No, Mm-mm. I'm just adding on to the kingdom, beloved. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, so my week has been good. I've been, um, I was tired and I knew how to take my rest. Honestly, I'm just happy to be back in the studio again with Thanks. the people. Okay. It's always a good time. And we're back like literally seven mm-hmm. days later. So you mm-hmm. guys really have to be proud of coming, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because so we would have been like, who we was there last week. So we take this. Right. It's off. like, it's usually like, well, two weeks or three weeks ago. Let me see what's, what's happened. Right. Now it's only seven days. Now like, it's only oh, seven wow. days. So it's good to be back in the place one yes. more time with the people. I appreciate everybody who tunes in and who actually is patient with us and has been patient with mm-hmm. us and still rocks with us. You are appreciated, beloved. Um, this episode of the People's Podcast, we actually want to like kind of reintroduce a segment that we brought up and brought in a long time ago but we mm-hmm. it was it was never really consistent but it's all it, um Joe brought it up and he was like you know listen remember when we said we were going to do um the segment called meme of the week mm-hmm. and that segment would be something you know a meme we saw on Instagram some a topic of conversation yeah. something that you know we might have scrolled past during our social media time where we were just like, you know, this is something to talk about. Yeah. And a lot of things on social media is uh, is something to talk about, not just because of the post itself, but, but because of the conversations it can bring up. Right. And the different perspectives that people can have in those conversations. So we're going to uh, bring to you an episode of Memes of the Week. Okay, so we we have a couple things we would like to share with you all. And, of course, if you are tuned in right now on the lives, make sure that you are, um, you can put your uh, two cents in. If you have questions or if you have a meme that you want to share with us, feel free to DM us at the People's Podcast right now on Instagram Live. I mean, on Instagram, period, you can DM us. And um, just chime in and and just share with us the things that you've seen that caught your eye, things that you and your friends have been um, chopping it up about. About this week because right. we'll talk about it too. Right, right, right. Y'all got something? Who wants to start? Well, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did see um, this meme that. Um, so first, the, the al- algorithm mm-hmm. on Instagram, you can now change yourself. You can now go at the top of your uh, Instagram profile mm-hmm. and click Instagram and just hit follow. And not follow, following, sorry. And it would be in 
order from when the picture or video was uploaded. Right. And I feel in like chronological. That, in chronological yeah. order. So it is it's very awesome because you get to see when someone first posted it and Absolutely. You, you be on date and be the first person to at least like or comment on someone's photo or yeah. video. So it's very dope. So when when Asia sent this information to me, I was like, let me try it. So I tried it and this was the very first um meme that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was a a question. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, that really does make sense. So I'm going to bring it to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, the only people who get upset when you set boundaries are the ones who benefited from you not having any. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys feel about um, setting boundaries, not only in your friendships, but also in your relationships? Very important. Definitely important. Very important. Yeah. I think that in order for a person to continue to grow in a friendship or in a relationship, um, you can't ever be your best self in those friendship or relationship without growth, right? Yeah. And in order to grow, you have to set boundaries because sometimes in friendships, relationships, in family relationships, we start to feel a, a distance um, in those relationships because we might feel feel a way about something that the other person might not yeah. or we might have grown to learn something that the other person hasn't yet and sometimes what we try to do is spare feelings by pretending to to stay on the same level as somebody right. else right, right, right. but if we stay on the same level uh, we're doing a disservice not just to ourselves but to that relationship agree People stay stagnant when you keep doing the same things over and over again. They say you, you, you do the same thing over and over again, and you expect a, 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 a different outcome. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. You drive yourself crazy. So boundaries are important, and I think boundaries are important not just to our mental health, but also our physical wellness. Facts. Big facts. So how do you bring that up in conversation? Um... So I'll I'll speak from a family side, like a, and I talked about this on the show before, um, where there was a boundary between my family and I, um, namely my mom and my grandma, where it was like they were doing something that was harmless to them. I remember this conversation. Yeah, yeah. very harmless to them because it was something that had been going on for my entire life. It was saying a certain thing to me, and you know I finally just because and I, here's the thing. I don't know if it actually had an effect on me growing up. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, I like to think that I always loved myself. <laughs> um, again, I don't know if it was kind of like ingrained in me, which I, I'm, I'm be honest, I don't think it was. But, you know, I reached an age, and this may have maybe like five or six, maybe seven or eight years ago now, when I just kind of told them, like, look, you, you can't really say that to me anymore. You know, I know mm-hmm. I was definitely an adult by this time. And it was, you know, very harmless. They, they didn't, they actually, you know, took a little offense that I said something about it because in their minds, I'm, I'm being harmless. It's just a joke. Mm-hmm. It's a family. It's a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. But in reality, and I think in the black community, we have a lot of those like terms of endearment that aren't necessarily terms of endearment. Right. right. Um, and this was one of them. And, you know, I think I just reached a point where, and this might have been me kind of coming into myself and, you know, maybe the beginning of me seeing my worth and things like that. I was like, listen, you know, don't talk to me like that. You know what I mean? Don't say yeah. that to me. Don't call me that name. I don't feel like that resonates with me. I don't see myself as that. So I don't think that 
you know, you guys should call me that anymore. And um, in that situation, it was simply a conversation. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like, relationships um, or, like, friendships, sometimes, you know, it could be a little difficult, especially if you're not Very. good with your words. Very. Right. Um, right. Especially in romantic relationships when you're not wanting to necessarily, like, hurt your person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you you don't want to keep being hurt yourself right? Um, by whatever right. boundary is being overstepped. So, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, it just takes that, oh, we need to talk kind of mm-hmm. conversation. Um, sometimes it'll be, more, uh, uh, you know, more than that. Maybe, maybe, maybe you have other, like, interpersonal, like, difficulties where, like, having those, like, one-on-one kinds of conversations just is not your thing. Um, so you may need to just like, or or it could just be that like being that in touch with your emotions is not your thing too, um, and it might feel like confrontation. Right, you don't you don't want it to feel like this big thing that you know you're creating because then yeah. it's a, it's like a thing. Now it's a thing that you're creating, right? Right, more than more than a conversation. Right, right. you know what? And you know sometimes those words or those comments towards you can be insecurities for someone else. Mm-hmm. Or how they feel about you. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of, like, sometimes you may think it's you, but it's nine times out of ten, it's them. Yeah. And how do you have that conversation? Just like you said, be more confident in yourself to let the acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it's just more so being sure of myself. Like, yeah, I that's, know. That's a big part of it. Right. Yeah. And me not me knowing that. Is that the energy that I'm giving off? And if it is, how am I going to change it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I really do feel like when it comes to boundaries, we really have to, uh, just like I said in a happy hour, have those annual reviews. Mm-hmm. Not only with yourself, but you have to also have it with your friends and your loved ones. Right. Absolutely. And maybe even not annual, but I think romantically, like having like even weekly kind of check ins. Check ins. Right. It's yeah. right, so right. important. Right. Like, um, in my, not my last relationship, but my relationship before this one, this past one, um, you know, I tried to implement that, like, that, right. like, weekly, like, are you okay? Are we okay? Right. How are you feeling? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, let's let's keep it open. But what I learned in that um, is that you can mean so well mm-hmm. as a part person A in, in an A-B relationship. Um, if person B is A, not mentally... Um, emotionally, spiritually equipped to even feel their own feelings, to even internally look at their own, like like look at their own selves in the mirror. If they're not there yet, if they can't do that, having this boundary conversation is not pointless. Going to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It is right. Literally going to be pointless. talking to. But well, also, you have to realize your the way your delivery. Mm-hmm. Your delivery yeah. means a lot when. Someone that does not even know about how to to receive that. Sure, sure. How do, we gonna take it? How we gonna take it? And I, becomes, I agree with that as well. I agree, and that becomes very difficult as well because some people are emotionally immature. Yeah. To where like you trying to have a conversation with them, and you can be as respective and, and as plain mm-hmm. and and nice and compassionate, but. Some people, when they automatically hear, like, we need to talk or let's have a conversation about something, they automatically retreat emotionally because they feel like something is wrong. I did something bad. This is a problem. When it's really not 
an issue, but I need to communicate this to you yeah. about how I feel. And then I want you to communicate to me how you feel. And let's see how we can still, you know, how we can understand each other. You know what? I don't even have that we need to talk conversation. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because it automatically sends a trigger to someone's mind. Oh, yeah. Something, <laughs> something is wrong. What did say, I do now? What yeah. did I do now? How do I, how do we get here? Where are we going? Uh, and th- and then it sends them down a spiral of events that sometimes we don't even need it. They're creating. Like, what did I do now? Right. And it's not that. You right. Know? So I kind of bring it up in the in the inception of things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, if it's something that I'm receiving, then it is, and it may be annoying, it, it, it gives me time to think. And I have to think about my response. Because mm-hmm. in the past, I was always a firecracker. Mm-hmm. I was always the one to say, this is how I feel. And in that moment, that's probably not how I really felt. Mm-hmm. So I have to think about it. And over the years, being in my relationship, it t- it taught me to say, hey, I need a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead my, of like. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. What is it? Well, where are we going? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I'm trying to say is. I'm trying to spare my feelings and I'm trying to spare your feelings because there are going to be certain words that, hey, we both may not mean in the end, but we want to have an adult conversation. Absolutely. And one thing I do not agree with, with setting not only the boundaries, but also com- um, communication is also uh, don't do it via text. Mm. No, yeah. Because I may miss and hit my caps lock and you may think I'm yelling at you and that may not be. Yeah, text, okay. text, text is definitely a... Uh, you know, not the way necessarily to go. If you could do it in person, that would be, It'd be best. ideal. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Nothing could be misconstrued, right? Nothing could be, no words can be confused. Nobody's, in, you know, maybe the intent, your intention might still be able to be confused there, but at least you can see the, my body language, the intone, you can hear the intonation of my voice and hear how calm or not calm I am. So like in person would definitely be it. Okay. Yeah, for that, sure. That's my meme. Mm-hmm. That was good. I had something else to say about it, but I forgot. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but one yeah. thing um, that, I, okay, I, it'll bring me back. Um, one thing I will say, um, just as someone who, you know, recently, throughout recent years, have started to really acknowledge my own boundaries, was that the fact that, you know, there may be people, some of you out there, who find it hard to set boundaries because you don't want to upset anybody. Correct. You don't want to ruffle any feathers. And I've, I've used to be the one to kind of keep things to myself because I didn't want nobody to be mad at me. I didn't want nobody to feel no type of way. Mm-hmm. And still, but on the inside, shit that they was doing is getting on my fucking nerves. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And I had learned to bottle those things up, but then that soda can Eventually, it, expl- it exploded. You know what I'm saying. And so, then they wondering why. Yeah, and then and 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 and, and rightfully so, rightfully yeah. so, right? Because I've been chill this whole time, and then out of nowhere, now I got all these problems, yeah, and yeah. I'm angry as hell, and right, they right, looking right. at me like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, right. you know, and it, it 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 becomes difficult for people to receive you when you're not communicative about your feelings or about how you're feeling and things like that. So when you come out of nowhere and, and, 
and it explode or have all these feelings all of a sudden. People are like, well, where the hell did that come mm-hmm. from? Right. You know, also one thing I used to tell myself to remind myself is you don't have to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Mm, that's good. That was you a final thought. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Right. Yeah, so was real you good. don't have to bottle all this stuff up and you don't have to keep silent just to keep the peace because right. eventually you're going to explode and it's going to wreak havoc on everybody. Yeah. And it's not going to be fair to everybody because people don't know that's how you feel. So Correct. it's good to be communicative about your boundaries early and the things that you feel and the things that you're willing to accept and not rather than to continue to accept behavior and things that make you uncomfortable and then out of nowhere tell somebody you don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz now that shuffles the relationship up and it makes it it makes it a little weird. But then with with that like again, you have to think about. Mhm. How are you going to bring this to the table? To the table. Yeah. How are you going to do that? And that's why yeah. I think it's better done earlier than later, sooner than later. You know, when you see something, say something. In an airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> see <airport>. something <laughs> on the MTA platform, okay. you better say something. Okay. Is this your bag, ma'am? Is that is this your bag, sir? And again, okay. like you said, there's a way to deliver that conversation. Correct. So, uh, you know, if you have to practice, talk to your therapist, practice in the mirror, and learn how to approach people um, and, and the ones you love with how you feel without. Because and it, and it, it does seem unfair yeah. a little bit. Because it's like now I got to learn how to say what I want to say to you, and and it's difficult for me. But there is a medium, and it takes some practice, and it takes some – you might have to talk to somebody mutual just to get some understanding. Or, you know, I might have to call Joe or Amber and be like, Joe, Amber, look – so this is what I want to say, and I was going to say it like this. Yeah, so yeah. Amber and Joe could be like, um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> might want to revisit this line, revisit, line two, right. line three. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should go about it this way. Yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt to do that. But um, definitely I would say, and this, I th- um, I'm glad that you brought that topic and that meme up, Joe, because I think it's very important for everyone to have boundaries. Okay. In order for us to be a benefit to the people that we love and the people that we care about, we have to be in a healthy space. Yeah. Um, you cannot pour from an empty cup is what they always say. Exactly. And if your cup is depleted with, with just emptiness because you've bottled everything up to where you can't feel anything anymore, then you cannot serve the people that you love. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Agree. 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 You saw me throw it back up at it made me think about that TikTok. I apologize. It was so funny. Um, mm? Is it my turn? <laughs> 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 I don't know if y'all still wanted to talk about that. Nah, I'm okay. I'm shifting gears here. That's fine. Um, so this meme uh is talking about dating. Okay. And um, you know the perils that find that come with with that sport. Ooh. Um, this meme says, "If I gotta think about how to reply to your dry ass texts, I'm just I'ma just leave you on red." So I guess the topic I want to speak about is like, why can't people hold conversations these days? Um, like, what is missing? Um, how do we get to the bottom of like? Or, or 
is is there anything to get to the bottom of because and I'll, I'll just speak about myself for right now yeah so um i was talking to a guy i'm kind of still talking to this nigga um and like we don't talk right like we don't text we don't text at all um but we hang out at times and when i say hang out i literally mean like he takes me out and buys me food and drink mm-hmm. right um and that's cool to me like that's a good time you know mm-hmm. or if we go do an activity whatever um, but we don't text like, you know, now granted, I'm not necessarily looking for anything or anyone right now. He says he's not either. Um, but like, at what point does it become redundant, monotonous to where it's like, okay, like we're like, you're only hitting me up to like, take me out to go to like a restaurant or a bar. We eat, we have great conversation and then that's it. Again, I'm not looking to do anything. I'm not looking to have sex with anybody right now. I'm not looking to be in a relationship with anybody right now. But it's like, at what point does it become, is this pointless? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, in terms of, like, I know my energy is fucking fire. I, like, I, I, I know that people love being around me. Right. I know that for a fact. To the, to the point where I had to tell y'all, like, y'all, I got to stay in the house because I be outside so much. Cause it's like I feel like everybody, I be being pulled, Ooh, pulled in a lot of different, di- mm-hmm. a lot of different directions, and it's like, uh, I, you know, I I need some, I need to kind of like focus on me a little bit, um, and I'm wondering. Now here's the thing: it could totally, the answer could totally be, oh, just like don't talk to this nigga no more, right? Like don't like. But, like, I like going outside. I like mm-hmm. companionship. I, I like going on dates. I like doing this. I like doing that. And I like niggas that like to spend money on me. So it's like all those things are there. But then it's like I, like, I don't, it's a weird, it's a weird crossroads to be at because on one hand, I don't want you to just be taking me out and doing all these things for me Why? because of the premise or the promise that you may think that you might get some. Or on the other hand, it's like, is this just a new friend? Like, am I friend zoning this guy? And it's just like, you know, we go out to dinner, we go to the bar, so my, you know, and that's just is what it, we don't te- again. We don't text, and I, I don't know that I'm necessarily like looking for texting, but it's like in the realm of dating, mm-hmm. dating apps, meeting new people constantly and shit like that. The people be dry as fuck. Yeah. But you know what? Too, I feel like you said a lot in that in that 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 uh, those statements. Uh, first, you said he's a he holds good conversations in person. Mm. Uh, I'll mm. give it a six out of ten. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it's like a four out of ten because like, most of that she six is me. She gave him extra credit. Right. Okay, <laughs> most so, of that six is me. I'm not going to hold you. So, so mm. the thing is, is he not a texter? I don't know because we don't text. Okay. He, he, oh, okay, oh. so... so, so no. Okay, l- let me let me fill in the blank a little right. bit of the blanks here. This is like um, a, a um a live letter. <laughs> so I'll fill in a little as I go back on Instagram lives to tell my business. Um he's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, typically truck drivers are like on the road. Look driving. <laughs> they driving something, girl. Usually. <laughs> Usually. They driving something, girl. Um you know, they got their own little schedule. Mm. But you and know what? Is that I, what you want? He fit, I don't want anything. Okay. That's the thing. I don't want anything. And um, 
he kind of, like when he's available when he's back home, he calls me. Mm-hmm. Yo, you available? Like, um, <gasps> Mari. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, is it what I want? I don't want anything. When he's in town, he calls. That's cool. We go out. But to me, it's like, it'd be weird that we don't talk. Mm-hmm. So you know but what? But maybe it's a good thing that we don't talk, because what are we going to have to talk about when we go to dinner? I don't know. A lot more if you talk more. I'm. Because it'd be dry as fuck. I ain't going to hold you. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like, going to answer your question. I'm not even going to answer any of the questions. I'm going to leave those questions for you. But what I would say, because the initial question or statement that you made was... Dry conversation. Dry dry conversation. Yes, why Uh, are people so dry in the dating world right now? Right. You know, uh, some of the excuse now is we're trying to adapt to the new norm of, like, coming back to life and Uh working in person because we've now went into our own bubble of having to adjust to remote work communicating 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 virtually and some of our older um colleagues it took them a while to my adjust. mother my mother was just like what the fuck is even this <laughs> <Right>. my <laughs> internet is not working it's because you're not connected to wi-fi right. <laughs> <laughs> like so um i feel like to give it time and i don't want to always use the excuse of it being, oh, COVID happened and this is where we are because now we're getting back to it. To real uh, life. To real life. We're, 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 we're very much getting back to real life. And if you didn't, it ain't trick unless you got it. If you didn't have communication before the pandem- pandemic, you didn't have the know-how or the wherewithal to communicate before. I'm on mm-hmm. wherewithal. So my thing is. That's like, a big word for him. Thank you. New me, new Hollywood. All right. Uh, Give me a star. Um, (laughs) So what I would say is take it for what it's worth. Um, His strength is at this current moment, not to answer your question, but to answer your question. Yeah, I'm about to say but to answer answer your question. Um, His strength is taking me out Uh and hitting me up when he's in town. Is that a strength? Is that enough? I mean, but the thing but is. But do I care? See, I'm not going to be unfair You don't here. care. I'm you, not going to be. Do you use it? Do you use it? long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. So you want to pack up? Right. No. Put it back. Put it back right now. Um, But you know what? You use them. Right. On your butt. On. Right. Right. So I would just say like, yo, just it just enjoy the ride. You don't want anything right now, but it a But lot- for me, you know what the, what the real question is there and I kind of like inserted myself. This is like a live letter like you said. For me, it's like, do I care that much or am I going to waste in other words, am I better off just staying in the house? You know what I mean? My question. Do you like him? And I'm not just saying like him because, like, y'all, when you know, y'all go out, y'all have a good time. Do you like this person to where you want to spend more time? You want to talk to this person. You want that constant communication. Hold on. Do you care to like him? Do you like the man? I mean, do you care? Because the thing is, it's like, in order to get to that like, do you care to like him? And the reason why I ask, do you like him? Because that is a 
organic thing. Yeah. To want to get to know somebody, to want to spend more time with somebody. Right. Like, when you don't really care whether or not you see this person or you talk to this person yeah. or communicate, yeah. then it's like, mm. It's like, why, right? right. I, and I'll be honest. He's nice. He's cute. Is he enough? It's, I, I don't know what he enough means have. right now. Okay. I'm honest, well. If I'm honest, and that's just me being honest. Um, that's why I'm like, like, we were supposed to hang out this weekend, right? Uh-huh. Oh, hey, you know, he hit me. He hit me up, and um, I was in the gym, and he was very eager when I was in the gym. Uh-huh. Oh, you in the gym? What you doing after the gym? To me, what you doing after the gym means what are you doing directly when you leave outside of the gym? Because <laughs> I would like. Because I would perhaps like to take you but to lunch to you. or some shit. To you. No, that's what it meant to me. Oh, yeah, that's it. To you. To him. The gentleman, well, I said, oh, I don't have any plans. Mm. He then said, okay, well, I think we should link later if that's okay with you. That's fine, mm-hmm. right? No shading. No, no, nothing wrong with that. Correct. But when you ask me, we should link later, I'm expecting this is where we're going to go. Oh. You know, meet me at, be ready at this time or meet me at this time, right? Mm-mm. I say, okay, so what time were you thinking? God damn. <laughs> he said, well, I'm off for the next few days, so you let me know. No, 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 What does the next few days have to do with today, though? Flag on a play. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I think I'm going to just go back into my cocoon. And still let him take you out. No, because at this point, it's like, that's something that I can do for myself, right? So it's like... The, when your company is not even like, okay, I you know it. what I mean. I like it. when your company is not enticing or like it, the conversation is just not fucking you know extraordinary or you know I got a plan shit like I don't like shit like that and I did let him know that from the jump like I don't like like a, a man to ask me out and then I have to make the plan I don't like that. Mm-mm. Um, but like that to the side, it's just like I'm I'm really looking at it like. I think I'm better just, you know, being in the house. So we don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the answer. I do think the answer is that I don't like him like that. Mm-hmm. And to answer your meme is because a lot of people don't know how to form sentences. That too. <laughs> which is also a turn off and also a red flag. And I'm like, all hooked on fine. If you can't form sentences, then, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Right. That's, that's why it was, what are you doing later? Because... You was going to say, what's up? What you got planned? It was going to be too much. It would have been too much. It would have been too much. And this is why we got dictation on the text <laughs> <laughs> on our iPhones now. Dictation. <laughs> <laughs> you can backspace before you hit Sam. I'm screaming. You can hit, if you hit the hard, hit the um, space bar real hard, you can swipe to the word that you want to correct. You edit, right? Mm-hmm. You can yeah. edit it. Mm-mm. And don't get me wrong. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he he's he's a nice person. And he, like, when we're out, he does this thing where he's, now this could be something he does with all his people that he take out. But, like, he does this thing where he's, like, sitting next to me, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just looking at me. Ooh. And I'd be like, <laughs> this is how I be looking at him. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, well, hey, what you looking at? Who gonna blink first? Yeah, you mad cute? You mm. mad cute? I'm like, no, I mean, you mad cute. Thank you. You Dominican, you know. <laughs> you mad cute. Thank Dominican, you. right from the DR. He ain't American to me. He is Dominican, Dominican, and it's just like he's my guy. He's a cool guy. You know what I mean? But 
I don't think uh, it's not. I don't think it's gonna work. I don't uh, think it's gonna work. And you know, I'm not necessarily gonna say anything. I'm not gonna be like, hey, this is you know, this is not gonna work. Uh-huh. But I think he knows. Like I like like that night. Like like he we were supposed to link that night. I don't know what day this is. May have been like Monday or Tuesday. And I'm thinking like evening, meaning like a seven o'clock uh-huh. link. This man like called me at like nine thirty that night. Mm-mm. Friend, wow. I'm going you to bed. Like, that time. I'm going to the bed. Like I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. tired. So yeah, but Ooh. yeah, that whole like dry texting thing is really embarrassing. Not embarrassing, but it's like ugh, you can't have a conversation. Yeah. You know. But back to that virtual thing, it's like maybe they're better in person. Maybe maybe they know how to have. Maybe they know how to have a real conversation in person and like. Texting is just not their thing. I don't know, but yeah. the dry texting, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. And that's good for them, but it don't work for us. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Um, I get it. You know, we've spent the last two and a half years, you know, being virtual in a lot of aspects, so right. we haven't had personal communication with a lot of people, mm-hmm. and that might have um, made some people kind of fall back on that communication right. line. But like, we haven't though, and so you know. You like what you like. You're attracted to what you're attracted to, and you're used to what you're used to. And, you know, I feel like that being virtual for so long, to me, is not an excuse for not being able to communicate with me. Because we're adults. Especially if you find some interest in me. um, Then you should be on my line. Yeah. The vir- yeah, the virtual thing is definitely not an excuse. Like, yeah. It's absolutely not an excuse. I mean, I get it, but nah. This is why a lot of people don't do the virtual apps sometimes uh-huh. because they don't know how to use them correctly. Uh-huh. Did we do the dating app thing before COVID? Yes, we did. Uh-huh. Oh, we did? Okay. I, I really couldn't remember if it I mean, was I think we should do it again. I'm not going back. I can't. Uh-uh. It was not a good time. Well, I mean, for me... I felt like it was a good time. I set what I, I set my boundaries. Um, I vocalized my wants and my needs, not even my needs, because like we said, I can satisfy my needs in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ding dong! What kind of with the multiplication? Bing dong! <laughs> I can. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of. Small businesses that have been established. I'm screaming. But you know, um, I do feel like the dating world, the dating apps taught me how to really um, bury the representative Mm. and show up how I really want to show up. So when the real world came out, they was like, I, I came on with my Air Force Ones and my Tim, my double souls, oh. and I told them. <laughs> okay, I to tell them. <laughs> Not the single souls. Not the double souls. And if you still walking on those single souls, then <laughs> that's why you walking barefoot right now. But <laughs> anyway. Next on the docket. Not on, on the, the docket. Go ahead, friend. My meme. I can't find it, but it basically was to the extent, I don't know who posted it because it's in my favorites and I don't know. Oh, here we go. It was posted uh, by a profile called It's All Girly. I hate when oh, I, I forgot f- to co- uh, to give my source, but I'll give it in a second. It's all cool. Um, it <laughs> says, I hate when I forget that I'm a pretty girl. Woo! 
Let me tell you. And, and it goes shit. both ways. I, for, I hate when I forget that I'm a handsome man. I hate when I forget that I'm the shit. Baby. <laughs> because sometimes we be letting these motherfuckers play on our top. They be playing. And we be forgetting a they little on bit. What? On our top. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, you better uh-huh. tell them, friend. Go ahead. And we forget who we are, right? A little bit. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens a lot. Uh-huh. But I also read a, a another meme. Excuse me, that is not it. Please be quiet. <laughs> um, it said, "Don't let nobody play with you, even if you love them." Whoa, another good one. Another very, very good one. So sometimes we forget who we are. Right. Yeah. You know, when we get involved or certain people in our life starts to treat us a certain way that we don't deserve uh-huh. because we we feel some type of way about them. We might feel sorry for them. We might love them. We might want the best for them. But this we still are not deserving of the treatment that they've given us. 100%. Sometimes we forget who we are. Yeah. And I hate when I forget I'm a pretty girl. You know what? Um, the first thing that came to mind when you said that was, why do I forget? I built myself up on a solid foundation, and it could be career-wise, it could be relationship-wise. But all why, around. All around, but yeah. why do we forget? Yeah. It's because uh, we stay, for me, um, I stay so, con- I can stay so content mm-hmm. in that space that I was in at that current moment. Mm-hmm. And I had to come out of that space to say, again, do those self-evaluations and do those annual evaluations for those that are in my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you continue to stay true and sure Mm -hmm. of yourself, it it becomes a space where it's just like, okay, I'm elevating. So everything around me is either going to have to get with it or have to get lost. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not, it's not necessarily get lost in a way of you're going to be out of my life, but I have to have a boundary. I have to have that boundary. Mm -hmm. And for for me, it, it it has helped and it worked because it it helped me to um, maintain my cap mm-hmm. and shift my crown in a direction that I don't I, in a way where I don't want it to fall. Yeah. Because if you're going to be easily persuaded into someone else's realm or world, then then who are you really? And I feel like a lot of people they get stuck into that representative for frame of mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in that frame of mind as a person. Because yeah. if I go into a job and you hired me to fulfill a certain task and I fulfilled that task, that means like I need to be promoted or I need to be elevated into yeah. a new world. So if you're not elevating and I'm not showing you, now i got to reevaluate me. That's mm-hmm. the valuation in myself. Like what am I doing wrong that you're not seeing it? Yeah. If, if you are evaluating me and you say, hey, this is what you haven't been doing. And then you fulfill that. What next am I supposed to do? Right. When it comes to relationships, you got to sit there and you got to say what you want. Because in the beginning, I was a single person. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a relationship. Now we have to think multiples. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for those people that are in relationships, we're still single until we have a ring on our finger. Mm-hmm. Big fact. And we tend to forget that you allow that man or you allow that woman to to psych you out to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. But yet we two years, three years, four years, seven years into a relationship, and then you sit up here and say, hey, we're in this common law marriage, but let me let me school you real quick. Common law. <laughs> Not the common law. <laughs> but the thing is, in the state of New Jersey, we no longer have a common law marriage. 
There's well, no- I ain't be for no common laws, uncommon laws. Fuck. <laughs> right. None but, of that shit. Right. But, get, but guess what? We have to continue to stay true. And, I, you know, I commend those have been single for a very long time because I commend those that are single for a very long time and are not going to waste their time with people that that are not going to fulfill some of their needs. <laughs> Facts. So it takes a while to get to that place. I think that I'm in that space right now. Yeah. And to your point, I, I didn't want to lose my my thought because you said something good. Um, in terms of realizing who you are or like keeping that notion of like I'm that bitch, I'm that nigga, whatever. Yeah. Like, I want to just acknowledge that when you are in something with someone who is either like a narcissist or you know just does not have your best uh your 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 best at heart mm-hmm. it can be extremely hard to take yourself out oh yeah of, for sure of that clouded fake ass reality that you are not that pretty girl or that guy yeah. right it it takes a while and it can be very hard to pull, literally cuz you have to pull yourself nobody else going to pull you out but you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no one else is going to pull you out of, out of that kind of situation but yourself so it takes a while to kind of pull yourself out of those situations where someone has literally manipulated you and mentally maybe even spiritually and emotionally abused you to the point where you believe that you are what they say you are mm-hmm, and you are the, you you only fit into the reality of what they create mm-hmm. and like that idea of oh shit I forgot I am who the fuck I am that shit takes a while to sometimes like time. come back to you and it 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 is not gonna take your friends telling you yo Mm-mm. do you not know who the fuck you are it don't mm-hmm. be your friends it's only going you. to take you to yep. be able to see clearly right take off the rose tinted glasses and be like hold the fuck up wait a minute rose tinted what what the what the fuck am, what where am I right now mm-hmm. how am I here how did I end up here and why have I been here for so long? And sometimes that shit takes years. And I'm speaking literally from experience. Same. Where it's like, you know, you in something, you know. And here's the thing. You ain't stupid. Mm-mm. You you ain't dumb. Mm-mm. You know you in some shit where it's like, girl, get the fuck out. But there's always that, like, lingering hope of this person coming around. And, and really what it is, is like making good on that promise yeah. that that promise that they made to you way back in the beginning of the relationship. Um, Cause most likely nine times out of a 10, it was a motherfucker who chased you down and you know, you wasn't even feeling. And then all of a sudden you give in and you, you let them in and then the script is flipped. So I say that to say, you know, until I started the whole self love journey, you know what I mean? Cause and, and me starting my self love journey was me like a year out of mm-hmm. that relationship. So it's like, you know, you still could see, you could be out of that shit and still have those, like, damning thoughts or, like, those, like, you know, oh, my God, like, what have I done? Oh, my God, I got to go back. Oh, my God, like, what am I without this person or whatever? Now, I've never made it that deep, but I will admit that I was in some shit where I was just like, girl, do you not see what this nigga is? I was blinded, child. I was blinded. And, you know, thank God for... Whatever the fuck. I don't even know. I can't even really sit here and tell you what really got me out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be that I was forced out of it. It could be that, you For know, sure. that person, 
knew that they wasn't shit and literally forced me out of it, like did some shit so fucking trash that it's like, all right, you know, she ain't, she ain't going to take me back after this type shit. Um, but yeah, it's fucked up when you in that. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of those times in those situations, we talking about relationships and I relate to your experience a lot, but we have to be taken out of those those relationships kicking and screaming because God will give us so many different signs to leave, to go, to do something else, and mm-hmm. we will not do it. So mm-hmm. then we force his hand, and he takes us kicking and screaming so it hurts in a worse yeah. way. But what happens with those relationships, um, and this could go all around, like you said, Joe, career-wise and friendships and family-wise, sometimes we get, you said uh, something about contentment and being content in our situation. Um, but with contentment comes complacency Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And we become complacent in the situation that we in that we just accept whatever treatment mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is because we feel like, well, I was happy in this place at yep. one time. Yep. I was happy in, the, in this space at one time, so maybe this is my happiness. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what I deserve. Maybe yeah. this is what is all for me. But that complacency... Um, allows us to be jaded in what is reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, we now we don't even see things for what it is, and we get manipulated by this person for so long because it's like, well, I was happy here before, and I know I'm going to be happy. Now, I don't really want to do this all over again, so I'm yeah. going to just stay here, yeah. and I'm going to deal with this. But it's like, bitch, did you forget who the fuck you are? Right. First of all, you better than the situation you even in. You know, but it takes us a while to see that. Like you said, nobody, not our friends, nobody could tell us what to do. You know how they say, you know when you, when you know when you had enough. Yeah. And when you know you had enough, that's when you'll, that's when you'll stop. Or God will tell you when you had enough. God going to get you, get you up out of it. And you going to go kicking and screaming. And it's going to come with a different, uh, with a certain type of hurt and a certain type of pain. But it's going to be the pain that you learn from and that you'll value and that you'll carry with you in the future. Yeah. So it's a double-edged sword to that, you know, right. because we do want to hear God when he gives us signs to, to move from something. We yeah, do want to yeah. use our discernment um, in those times. But sometimes, you know, we only human and we don't do that. And so we have to learn the hard way. But when we do learn the hard way, sometimes it's best for us to learn that way so that when we move forward and we make future decisions, we don't make the same. And I can be honest and tell you, it took me mad long Mm -hmm. to get over that last situation. You know what I'm saying? took me mad long. It was for years that I wouldn't even date nobody because I still loved him. Yeah. In a way that I couldn't even see myself loving anybody else. Right. But, you know, one thing I had to realize is that he's gone and I'm still here. Correct. Correct. I have a life to live. Yeah. And the person who I was, the woman that I was then, Mm -hmm. is still the woman, is the woman that I am now, but she has elevated on so many levels. Yeah. Somebody got to know about it. Yeah. You know what, too? Um... I would uh, disagree to a certain extent to nobody can't really tell you anything um, because there's three beings. I would say four. God being the first one, like you guys said, but your friends and your family and yourself are those other things that can pull you back into that space where you really originated from. And I say those three Those four things is because 
um, like we said, y'all already discussed the, the the God standpoint, but your friends, your family, and yourself, it's if you stay close to those people, they know you who you are from the rip. The they they know who you are and who you was before you got into that situation. And if you do stand by them and you have people of substance in your life, because we had that conversation of like, damn, not everybody got friends like us. Mm -hmm. And I really did realize that a couple weeks ago. I'm like, damn, my friends really will pull me out of that damn hole and be like, uh, how'd you get down there? Okay. So let's, how we going, um, put covering over that hole so you won't fall again. You have to do that. You have your your friends got to do. Your friends will have to be there, and you have to you being that last person. Well, that first or last person, however order you put it, you have to be that person to at least say, "Hey, I'm going to take what they're saying as face value." Because sometimes, when they're saying certain things, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're trying to hurt your feelings. And people get into some of these situations and they forget who they were, or because they're in those situations, they forget the people behind, not even right that was standing right next to them when you were single. Mm -hmm. So I just say, like, if you do have a group of friends that will allow you to continue to vent and be very transparent in their your response, it's very okay to do so. I agree. I agree, too. I agree with that. And, you know, the reason why I say it like that is because I've had situations in my past where the people that love me the most will tell me what I deserve and what I don't deserve and how I should come out of this and how I mm -hmm. shouldn't be in this situation. But all of that was just like going in one ear and out the other. Right. That's me. what I was going to say. You know I was going to say they're they going to be there for you. They're going to be there but for it's me. Ultimately, it's ultimately going to be you. up to you to make that step right. to get the fuck up out of it. Right. But you know what, too? I do. It's levels to my, my, my madness. And some of my madness comes from like the hurt that has happened in the past. And I do for a minute stick with the person to see who they are. Then next I bring them to my friends because mm -hmm. if my friends don't approve, then guess what happens after that? Ooh, like it's either you got to go or you're going to meet my family. Mm -hmm. And if you meet my family, then that means like this is something serious. Yeah. No, so. yeah. I mean that I think that we've come you know, to a space now in our adulthood where it's like, you know, if, you know, and I'm saying friends, not lightly, heavily. Mm -hmm. I'm saying friends heavily. Right. Um, You know, my friend friends. You know, my friend friends see some shit. <laughs> you know, I'm a kind of, I might not necessarily like immediate be like, oh, can't, can't rock with you. But I'm a, you know, tread lightly. Mm -hmm. or Correct. Or, you know, make sure I'm. Not necessarily putting on my eggs in one basket type of thing, because um, I heavily, I definitely believe in that. But on the other hand, I do believe in like you know, at the very end of the day, the very, 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 very end of the day, I'm the one doing this life. Correct. Right. right. Not my friends. Correct. And your friends ain't gonna see every fucking thing. Correct. And this, and you, you also don't tell your friends everything. That's right. The, yeah. So I, you know, it's a balance, and to I think it. that that's, I think that that's really important to do as someone who does have a friend circle like we do, where it's like, you know, I value my friends, and I'm talking about Joy and Age here, you know, I value their, their opinion very, very much. Heavily. Very but heavily. at the same time, you know, I'm still my own woman, and I'm going to make my decisions on however I want to make them. Will I be influenced by what they say? Absolutely, 
one million percent. But at the very end of the day, I'm my own woman. So is Asia. Joe is his own man. So you know we don't. And 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 you know, as a friend, you can't expect to necessarily like be able to live your friend's life for them. Mm-hmm. You can give advice. You can you know say hey. Hey now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, look, look, I seen this, you All know, right. but you can't necessarily, you can't walk the walk for them. Mm-hmm. So as a friend, you know, knowing that going back to the first conversation, boundary, mm-hmm. knowing that boundary and not wanting to live their lives for them is really important too. Mm-hmm. So I have another question with thinking with that. Um, so if your friend dated someone in the past like let's just say five to ten years would y'all still date that person never Mm-mm. okay i Mm-mm. adhere very heavily to absolutely girl code. not okay absolutely um, not that's mm. a definite no got it um shit i got niggas i st- <laughs> it was a nigga who was in my life just now that i mm-hmm. was you know fucking with over 10 years ago and it's like if any of my friends ever, you know, dealt with this nigga, no, what are you doing? Right. Even if you think that they were like a good s- match? Yeah. No. Sorry, find another one. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. Sorry. That's immediately it's no. It's that's over. a big ass no. That's that's wild. Is no. Yeah, it's wild. Especially nah. at our age, you know, like we're thirty something. And this could it could be like because th- here's this. If I used to smile at somebody and talk to somebody in high school, but it wasn't serious. And now, years later down, oh, now, you know what? Never mind. Fuck it. Nope. Not going to work. <laughs> nope. Sorry. That story. Nope. Oh, I can't, Never mind. Bro. Never mind. I can't. Nope. Oh, shit. I can't. Like, Especially if you're my friend friend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if you were somebody, like an associate, somebody I knew in passing, oh, I went to high school with her, we cool, and then you got with the nigga that I used to talk to a little bit, you ain't my friend friend for real. I don't give a fuck. Because I don't even talk to you. I don't have a relationship But if I'm fucking you. telling you about how I was hopping on a dick, <laughs> and now you hopping on a dick? Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. No, ma'am, no, sir. No. <laughs> No ham, uh-uh. no spam, no cheese, no, no thank burger, you, ma'am. no chicken, <laughs> none of it, none of it. Okay, no, that's a dub for me. All right, over. Whose turn is it? Um, I had one. So, um, it's just a meme that my my shouts to uh, flowersneedrain dot com, uh, Tiffany Tierra, Tiffany T I F F I N I dot T I E R T I E R R A on Insta, my girl. Um, she has a really cool blog called flowersneedrain.com where she talks about, um, you know, how she is watering her own flower bed, like after divorce and like, you know, newly dating. She talks about so many different things and like, it's, it's a really good blog. Um, but one thing, one meme that she posted, it says, if it comes, let it, if it goes, let it. Mm-hmm. And mm. I love that because. Um, that's literally my outlook right now. Like, if it's gonna come, whatever it is, and it's ain't just relationships, right? Like, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. If it's coming to you, if it's gonna come to you, if it's, if if this is in God's will, like, let it come. Right. And Absolutely. if it ain't, let it go. Right? right? right. Not like it. don't be attached to things that you don't necessarily like. 
need to be attached to, especially, and I'm taking it back now, especially in this dating world, like, don't be attached to these mm-hmm. niggas. Don't be attached to these bitches. Like, if it, if it's if it's on its way out, let it go, mm-hmm. in other words, right? If you see the ship sailing, if you see the anchor being pulled up and it's going the opposite way, let it the fuck go. Yeah. Don't try to be holding on to shit that don't want to be held on to. Okay. You know what's so funny? <laughs> you said that uh, today I was watching the news and... They they found, I believe it was the door that um, that Leonardo DiCaprio and his mate in the Titanic, like they she was on. Mm-hmm. It's now in one of the Disney Studios, mm-hmm. and you know how Leonardo DiCaprio was just like he let her like float on that door because. There was no room. <laughs> Which really it was, but it was a lot, <laughs> was a lot of room. Girl, move over. Move your ass over on this shit. We gonna float. Uh-huh. All right. And he was the one that blew the whistle. Mm-hmm. Who or did she did she blow the whistle? I don't remember. Whoever blew the whistle. In a long time. Right. But like, damn. Move I could get on top of you. Girl, we could take turns. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Fuck, mm-hmm. Get your ass in this water. Right. So if it comes in, you're not even allowing space on the damn door. <laughs> On the damn door. That's how I looked at that. That I mean, but you, you know, it's like what I do feel that a lot of people don't have is a sense of uh, empathy. Like, why do I always have to be the one to have empathy? Why do I have to? Why do I have to always be the one to be to say sorry? To be the bigger person in everything. Like, and yes, it may be you in certain instances, but like, hey. Can you just know what you did wrong? Mm-hmm. Or do you know what you did wrong? Whatever. But yeah, yeah, that's how I looked at that. But whatever. Yeah, you know, that uh, quote is a lot of the way that I've learned to live my life in the recent years. And, you know, Asia be talking about God all the time. He be like, this girl be cursing up a storm, but she will tell you about the good Lord and Savior. <laughs> and it reminds me of what I've said to God and, and my vow to God is I've told him um, some years ago that my life is not mine and I belong to him. Correct. So whatever he would have me to do is what I'm going to do. I don't live my life. I live my life for myself, but I understand I'm a child of God and he put me here for a reason. So whatever it is that God will have for me is what I'm going to have. And, And when I came to terms with that with myself and I was able to uh, profess that to my Lord and Savior and tell him, it made things a lot easier for me. It made me understand and not take so much offense or feeling about things that I've experienced because it is what God has made to happen. And if God makes it happen, then that's what it's supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, Everything that I'm supposed to have, I'm going to have, I already have it. And everything that's not supposed to be, won't be. And I think that with me having that understanding, it became easier for me to allow things to be what they are. If they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. Um, When it comes to um, family relationships, um, I've, I've had a hard time dealing with that and understanding that, but... I've come to a place now where I'm at peace with a lot of it because, you know, we're born into families, we're born into bloodlines, but sometimes 
the people that we are related to do not serve us it, the way they're supposed to, but mm. we have this, you know, we have this connection because people say, you know, blood is thick and water. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe, you know, c- chemistry-wise, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, but when it comes to um, organic relationships with people, you can build a family um, from your relationships with people, and it doesn't take away from your bloodline or whatever, but it also allows you to gain an understanding on the effect that you have on people around you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And some love that you feel like you deserve for those people that you're connected to blood-wise, you'll feel that love from other places. And that has brought me to a point in my life where I felt so much love that I've already been satisfied mm-hmm. in that love department. Anything that comes to me after that is an enhancement. It's a blessing by God. Um, and if something is taken away from me, I can mourn that loss for only a certain amount of time. But if it had to go, it had to go. Because it could no longer be a part of where I'm going. Correct. Preach. So, yeah, that's that on that, love. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all ready for final thought, or do y'all want to do another meal? We have fifteen minutes. Whatever you want to do. Do y'all have something queued up? If not, I can um, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, this was random, and actually, we're not going to pick that because we just talked about that. Um. I like episodes like this. I'm just going to say it as a um, a segue into my last meme. But I like episodes like this. And, Joe, I think that you kind of really inspired us to keep going on this type of um, spiel of just having organic conversations with each other because people understand. They already know about this show. I mean, we're about four years in now, right? They know what we do here. They know the type of content that we bring. But I think one thing that they really appreciate is when we get to be our organic selves or they get to just experience the chemistry that we have in our friendship and the things that we talk about. Um, Not to toot our horn, but to, like, we're a very dynamic group of people. And we have very intuitive and meaningful conversations. Shout out to the kickback. Um, and I think that sometimes when it comes to friendship, you know, people establish their friendships about like the time that they experience with each other, how much fun they have, how much they turn up when they go out or like, you know, things like that. Um, and I'm not saying that that's like a less meaningful friendship. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when you can experience um, a friendship like this and chemistry like this, it's it's deserving to be appreciative of because these type of conversations, and, and not just between Amber, Joe, and I, but we're having these conversations with you guys. 
And when you, we have these kind of conversations, those are conversations to value because these conversations will carry you. Yeah. These conversations you will remember, not just with Amber, Joe, and I, but, you know, with yourself and your friends and the people that you encounter. These are things to think about and also just to remind yourself of the constant growth that you will continue to experience every day. And you have to allow yourself um, the grace to put yourself in the space to 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 have these kind of conversations with people. Um, I just say that to say shout out to everybody that doesn't know how it's going to happen, but is determined to make it happen. Mm. Right. Correct, correct, correct. Big, big, correct. big facts. And just to piggyback off of what Asia says, like y'all, y'all are literally like seeing our friendship firsthand. Like, you know, y'all, y'all was here for the episodes when I walked out the studio. Y'all was here for episode seven. Y'all, y'all have been here episode for seven. right. Um, if you're an OG, you know what episode seven <laughs> was. Um, but you know, y'all are getting to see literally us grow um with each other. Um, in front of you guys. And I think that's something that, you know, our show provides that a lot of other shows don't, right? Like, you know, yes, we're entertainers. Yes, we're characters. Yes, we are performing. Technically, we're performing right now, right? But we we giving y'all the real motherfucking deal. Like, this is our real lives. Like, this is not, you know, something where, you know, like these other um, celebrity-hosted shows you know have to kind of like watch their mouths because of sponsorships and things of that nature like you guys are saying like real deal holy filled friendship shit friendship conversations you know i'm seeing hearing right right through your airwaves and it's like i'm praying that y'all can kind of grow with the with the way that we are growing grow Mm -hmm. with your friends in the way that we are growing with our friends um yes we're here for the entertaining shit yes we're here for the funny shit um the informative shit we're here for all that but at the very end of the day um if anybody was supposed to ever ask like oh what you know what do you you, people ask us a lot what are you guys talking about tonight and we we could never answer Mm -mm. right because we are literally of the people we we talk about what's happening right now with our people that's what we're talking about we are not a one-trick pony right right we are not someone you could fit into a box and I, I, I love that about this show because you literally never know what you're going to get. Mm-mm. Literally. Shit, we don't know what the fuck we're going to give. Mm-mm. And you know what, too? <laughs> no, we don't. We, we can actually get, we can give celebrity gossip all day. Hey. Blue in the face. Because guess where it is? It's the same place that it is every day. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly. So it's just more, more so if we give you real life people information, real life people thoughts that they go through every day it's just like experiences that's the word i wanted to use but we give that real life people's podcast experience then you can relate to it and and just like our prior episodes it becomes timeless Mm -hmm. absolutely it don't matter that we not talking about the latest and the greatest and the wendy williams and the this and the that and the you know kentanji even though shout out to 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 judge kentanji but judge brown let me let me not disrespect my sister but you know we ain't got to talk about that stuff because we have so much stu- substance in other places. Correct. And I think Correct. that's really cool. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, it means a lot to me, you know, that people understand that about this show and especially about our dynamic because um, when you want to make shit happen, it'll happen. We mm-hmm. didn't know how this show was going to come together or come about. All we knew is that we wanted to make it happen. Right. And it's been happening for almost four years now, 
But what had to also be established and what has been being established and is continuing to grow is our chemistry and our friendship with each other. And I think that, you know, that's a very important factor into what is the People's Podcast and what is the friendship of Asia, Joe, and Amber um, is growth, constant growth, and determination. Yeah. I know that Amber and Joe are never going anywhere. They are stuck with Okay. (laughs) But I do know that it takes my determination to continue to understand my friends as they grow and for the to be communicative communicative to them as I, you know, change and grow that we stay together. It takes determination in order to do that. You can put that into friendships, you put that into your career, you put that into your passions, you put that into your relationships, you put that into everything. When you're determined to have something, you're determined to have something in your life, you will continue to do the things and do the hard things, like grow and understand somebody and communicate when you don't want to communicate. You will do those things in order to see that thing flourish. Yes. Are we ready for final thoughts? Yes. yes. I got mine. All right, go ahead, Frank. Um, so I kind of just alluded to, um, I don't know when she's going to be actually sworn in, but future, very, 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 very soon future, um, Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Um, we didn't necessarily, as you guys know, if you are true to this, you know that um, one of the segments that I cover on the show is um, in other news where I kind of talk about the, st- the shit that we should actually like be abreast of. And I'm sure you guys have been seeing all the different um, clips of her confirmation hearings um, that have been going around. But there's this one clip, and this is just to bring a little lightness to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to give it too much of an intro, but it is about 50 seconds, so I do ask for just the next 50 seconds of your time. you got five more folk to go through. Five more of us. And then you can sit back and let us have all the debates. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a well-charted Senate forum because it's not going to stop. They're going to accuse you of this and that. Heck, in honor of your person who shares your birthday, you might be called a communist. But don't worry, my sister. Don't worry. God has got you. How do I know that? Because you're here. I know what it's taken for you to sit in that seat. Why they would put that organ behind my Senator Cory Booker? Right, right. I don't know. Right. But I'm glad they motherfucking did. Somebody needed to hear the word. (laughs) But yeah, shout out to uh, Cory Booker for holding that space for his sister and um, it's a lot I could say about those confirmation hearings. I am one who um, gets very triggered at like blatant, ignorant um, disrespect of black people, uh-huh. and especially like overqualified black people, such as Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson. And it's very hard for me to watch the um, confirmation hearings because like racism. Yeah. So like seeing that really like put a smile on my face. His entire, um, you know, speech or whatever whatever they call it for each of the senators to speak. Um, his, his entire, you know, joint was just um, like literally more than amazing. It's, it was, is is as a black woman is, is really, cause I saw a meme that went out that was like, I don't want to be, it was by a black woman. She's like, I don't want to be praised and, you know, given all this praise while I'm being, you know, 
disrespected and ridiculed mm-hmm. by these racists. But it's like, sis, like, can, can we read the room a little bit? Let's read the room. Baby is about to be the next Supreme Court justice, literally the highest court in this land that mm-hmm. we all live in. No matter how much people want to say they hate or love this country, honey, we're here. Mm-hmm. And we have to, like, it's almost detrimental to say something like that. I get it. I totally get where that, that woman's vitriol is coming from. But, babe, like, this is the reality. She's there. Mm-hmm. She's literally there. She's on her way in. And yes, this country's racist as fuck. Clearly, still, these motherfuckers asking her questions about shit that she literally has nothing to do with. But that's just America. Right. Right? That's America. And I, I hate to say it in that way, but I, I'll be damned if I'm not going to be happy in this moment. I'll be damned if I'm not going to recognize this as a, as the historic moment that it is in this country. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to smile and rejoice in the way that my senator of this cool, I ain't going to say great, cool state of New Jersey, um, you know, so eloquently said, right, on that little clip, like, look, God got you. And I love that he did that, not just to make, you know, Amer- black, black women Americans feel good, but because of him knowing how much pressure she is going through mm-hmm. or has on her sitting in the seat that she has just right now mm-hmm. in her confirmation hearing. And being able to have this black man, not another black woman, a black man hold this space for you wow. and admit that you are more qualified than most of these people, even more qualified Talk than about he it. is. Talk about right? it. What a wonderful thing for Talk a black it. woman. What a wonderful thing. And I just hope that those videos and those clips keep circulating mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, more and more of us get to see what a wonderful woman she is. Now, there's a lot of people... I ain't going to get too deep into it, but that are saying that, oh, she's not for the people, she's not for this, she's not for that. Color is going to be the death of y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all vote, y'all happy for anybody black. And da, 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 da. My nigga, mm-hmm. this is America. At the end of the day, you still live here. Because right. if you if you gave that much of a fuck, you would move somewhere else. And guess what? You and and I, you ain't. And won't. And won't. So, goddamn it, I'm going to be ecstatic in this historic moment. I'm going to be ecstatic in this woman's And you're not going to take that away from and me. And you will never take this away from, from me, from her, for any other black girl looking at this shit right now saying, damn, that could be me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take that away. Absolutely not. So that's my final thought. Thank you for that, friend. So <laughs> piggybacking off of uh, what Amber said, let's everyone bow their heads. Okay, now. God, please remove anybody lying to me, <laughs> using me, speaking foul on me, behind my back, but pretending to love me in my face. In Jesus' mighty, precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And that's coming to you from Motivations Mafia. Not Motivations Mafia. <laughs> that's my final thought. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, my final thought to the people. Um Be proud of the person that you're becoming. Your mindset has changed. Your priorities have changed. Your taste has changed. Your tolerance has changed. You're evolving, so you need to be 100% here for it. Be 100% here for the person that you are becoming. Never apologize for growth, even if you grow apart from things that you have become comfortable with. Acknowledge your growth and walk in your truth. This has been episode 99.5 of the People's Podcast. 
thank you guys for tuning in. I am your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle. It's the Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy, HJ, on the miggity, 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 Mike. We love y'all. Ain't shit you could do about it. Bye. See you. See you next week.